0: you for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Sherry Golightly. As a quick disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist, psychoanalyst, or psychiatrist, so please do not substitute this podcast for any mental health assistance or therapy you feel you may be needing. If you're listening to this introduction, we have officially Entered Season 2 of Still I Rise. I'm very excited to talk to you guys more about this journey. Because it's officially been a year since I've started my journey as a survivor of narcissistic abuse. And dealing with somebody who was addicted to methamphetamines. And uh, if you are a new listener... This podcast, I welcome you with open arms. However, if your journey is still fresh, I strongly recommend that you listen to season one of Still I Rise, the earlier episodes, as I feel that it might be more helpful to your situation. As I continue on with season two, I'm very excited to be sharing with you guys upcoming projects and some of You know, the updated stories that have been going on afterwards. As I know that I have been missing in action for a few months. I'm excited to share with you guys some of the stories that went on. And I do continue to hope that this will help. So, thanks again for listening. I look forward to this brand new journey with you all. Good evening and early morning, my friends. I had just finished cleaning up my entire room, as in dusting, vacuuming, shampooing, throwing out some trash. Also, I took my sage and smudged around my entire room, and I'm also lighting a white candle to cleanse any negative energy because I found that I had quite a bit of negativity just surrounding me and it's causing me to become negative. So I felt that it was really time for me to just regroup and see what exactly I'm doing wrong. It's been very hard to focus, as I mentioned before, In the last few episodes, I found that I wasn't really myself. And it's been very hard, you know. But let's get a quick word in from our sponsors. And I will be with you guys shortly. So here we go. You know, I found that it was very hard for me to concentrate work, business, Sometimes it's like I'd find myself really forgetting about what I just talked about. Somebody could be talking to me and I would just forget about what they would they were talking about and I would have to ask them again, what was that? I, I'm sorry I didn't hear you, but the actuality is I was not concentrating enough. And it's not a good feeling to have because sometimes you wonder if you're forgetful or you wonder if... You're just losing it. The truth is, when that happens, our mind wanders. We have so much on our mind. And we should be, I can never say this word, compartmentalizing it. Am I saying that right? Basically, organizing our thoughts. I have not been doing that my thoughts have been just as my living environment has been. I talk about my living environment quite a bit and it seems like no matter how many times I've cleaned my apartment, it would just be like a bunch of items exploded. Like there was a volcano in the middle of my apartment and Because it's like I take on so many different projects. So many different um, obligations. And many people will tell me maybe you need to just slow down. But I really cannot. I mean these are not like extracurricular you know, <laughs> activities that I'm doing. These are things that I need in my life right now. These are things that I have to have on my plate in order to make a better life for me and my boys. So slowing down is not an option or getting rid of one of those things are not an option. What I need to do, I know this sounds kind of contradicting because I just said slowing down is not an option, but I do need to take time for myself. I need to see where all of my energy is going. Now, for the last few days, I've noticed that, and I hope that you guys could relate to this. I'm sure that there's quite a few of you that can. Single moms, especially when you're going through, you know, the changes in your life. And also, if you're dealing with, you know, some ugliness from your past, it can definitely take a toll on you, as it has for me. And... Let's just say for the last few days, I have not been able to really function. Um, I will say this. I've been doing a lot better when it comes down to dealing with certain things about my ex. The last few days has been, well, I guess you could say it's been keeping me curious You know, for my children's sake. Because as I mentioned, he is now in jail again. I mean, we're all rolling our eyes right now. Because it's like, what else is new? It's not anything different. This is something that has been going on for the last year. And I have lost count with how many times he's been incarcerated. And it truly is pretty sad that, you know, he's allowed his life to spiral down like this. But... With that being said, you know, my family has been supportive in the beginning. And then it got to the point where they were not as supportive anymore. Because they started to feel bad for him. So, it was difficult. You know, and there's a lot of things and a lot of thoughts that I'm battling with. At the moment, and I find myself at times getting a bit angry because it's like, especially with my mother, I get upset with her. I get it, they had a relationship, she feels horrible for him, but at the same token, it upsets me because it's like, I am your daughter, and as my ex husband is just doing whatever, I'm the one that's struggling, I'm the one that's taking care of these children, and you're worried about him. You know, she says it's because the children need him. Maybe that's the case, but, you know, it's like at this point, he does not have his priorities straight. And no matter how much we try to help him, he doesn't want the help. So it's not going to be very effective. So one thing that I've learned is I cannot, well, not learned, I've known this, but one thing that I've accepted I cannot change people. It is what it is, and I need to just change myself. And I found that I've been approaching this a whole lot better. So I used to get very upset and very frustrated, and I found that it would actually even ruin my day at times. <coughs> and, you know, who do I have to blame for that but myself? I should not be allowing these things to ruin my day. So my mom is getting upset with me because I am nonchalant about it and she thinks it's because I have moved on and I should allow my, sis- my my sisters, I'm sorry, my my sons to grieve. Well, you know, little does she know that these kids have gone through hell and back while my husband and I, my ex-husband and I were still married. And so they are over it. They've seen fights, they've seen me get hit, they've seen his bizarre behavior. And it's like she wants me to keep this big secret from them and, you know, and just portray their dad as an angel. You know, there's certain things that I did not even need to tell them. They've seen it. And I get accused of, you know, basically putting things in their head. I can't put in what's in their head if they've seen these things and they came out with their own determination. But with that being said, it's like my boys are fully aware of what's going on and they are able to put two and two together and they're very mature about it. They know for a fact that in order for their their dad to become more... You know, their dad needs to put himself together and they know in order for that to happen and if their dad was responsible they know that their dad will need to turn himself in and do the time because he was running and you know they know that if their dad is incarcerated then that'll give him a chance to be rehabilitated it's very unfortunate and i am very sad for my boys because they had to go through all of this But at the same time, there isn't really much that I can do. You know, um, and as I said, I've learned to just kind of accept, okay, they're upset. Things are going to happen. And with how everything's been going, he'll probably get released and he'll be doing the same thing over and over. And that's going to be his life. You know, people have hope. That's great. But, you know, until then, seeing is believing for me. And, you know, I don't have time to, to get upset, nor do I have time to be depressed. I have to keep going. And the truth is, my friends, is for the last few months, I have been very depressed. Um, I was able to function. And, but it just wasn't the same. I felt like I wasn't the same anymore. And um, I found that, you know, I slowly started to turn into kind of a slob. And that's totally not me. So I recognized the signs and I said, okay, you know what? I need to take care of stuff. And I found that I was getting myself very sick. I had the flu and um, I'm still recovering It's taking me longer because I have asthma and I have very weak lungs. And because of the depression, I ended up smoking. And I was smoking quite a bit. Um, There were some times where I did not have my children with me. And, you know, that made me very sad because I miss them dearly. And I just felt... I felt alone at times, even though Philip was here, I did feel alone, you know, and that's not his fault. It was just things that I was going through. I felt like I was failing. I felt like I lacked self-confidence and I just want you guys to know that that happens and it's okay. I'm still going through that and I'm still getting out of it. I really apologize, and um, one of the reasons why I have been MIA is because I did not want to, you know, talk about anything negative, but, you know, I promised you guys, you know, very raw material, and so I owe you guys honesty, but here I am, it's getting better I'm trying to do the things that I need to do to get out of my rut (coughs) so as I had said it's like the boys and I have ended up we ended up cleaning up our apartment downstairs and I ended up cleaning up my bedroom most of the time everybody's in my bedroom because I work in my bedroom So I said, okay, it's time for me to really just clean everything so I feel nice and safe. And then I smudged and got, you know, I do feel at ease. And I felt that it was also, you know, maybe there was a lot of dust, which was basically triggering my asthma. And I apologize for the noise in the background. That's Miss Serenity snorting and eating her rawhide. But I want to leave you guys with this. Even with somebody like myself who's going through some tough times right now, just know that it's okay. It's going to be okay. You just got to keep strong, keep going. And if you're recognizing the signs, it's okay as well. Just make sure that you don't stay there. You know... If you find that you're neglecting things that you never neglected before, do your best. Maybe change up some routines, and that's what I'm going to do. Tomorrow I'm going to do my best to get up early, make my coffee, take the kids to school, and get my work ready. I'm going to meditate tomorrow, because I have not meditated in quite some time now. I've let go of a lot of my rituals that kept me positive. But I'm starting over, and if you are right there with me, let's do this together. Let's get back up. It's hard, but it's going to be okay, and we're going to get through it together. Let's try to find the beauty in everything, find all the blessings. One of the things I told the boys the last few days is we really have to cherish what we have. We have to be grateful for all the blessings that we have. Because if we fail to acknowledge the blessings, then sometimes either God or the universe will teach us a lesson and let us, you know, let us remember how much value those things held to us. So I told them, we really have to start being grateful for the things that we have a roof over our head. I have to be, you know, I have to be grateful for my job, my business, you know, just the necessities or the things that are going to get us the necessities and, you know, much more. I should be grateful for the people in my life, you know, other than my kids. I now have a family here in Corona. And even though I may not see eye to eye with my family, my blood family, that's okay. You know, it's like I should just accept them for who they are, what they believe in, and just call it a day. Another thing I wanted to leave you guys with is don't be a doormat. Take care of yourself. There's a lot of things that I've done where I've neglected myself and it was just horrible. For example, one of the bad habits that I've noticed I've done is... I would sleep with my contacts in. This sounds rather silly. But you know what? I told myself that I wasn't going to do that anymore. So I found that for the last week, I've been taking my contacts off before bed. Sounds funny. But you know what? I was horrible at it. And I'm just going to be honest. And also... I'm going to make sure that I continue to pick up after myself every night. after myself, tell my boys that they need to take care of things before they go to bed. I want to change things. I want to make changes and I want good things to come into my life. I would rather have blessings come in because I know that life is always going to shoot me curveballs, which they have it has within the last few months but I want, I want to make sure that I'm going to be prepared and I want to be that positive person that I was before just going with it. Don't be a doormat to anybody. Don't allow anybody to step all over you. Understand that boundaries are very important. It's okay to say no. It's okay for them to get mad at you because at the end, they're not the ones gonna, that's going to be taking care of you. You need to take care of yourself. You need to be happy. One of the other things that I've done is I'm gonna start taking days off of work. I never, I never used to, I never wanted to, because I felt that if I did, I would be letting everybody down. But yet I've noticed that everybody else is kind of taking care of themselves and here I am getting burnt out. So I do believe that I should take care of myself as well. I think that if I take a few days off, I used to call them sanity days. If I take a few days off within a month, I should be okay where I could just really relax. But I know I have to allow myself to feel. So do you guys. If you're going through some stuff, allow yourself to feel. Feel all the emotions and make sense of it and then let it go. Do things that are going to make you feel productive and accomplished. That's probably the best way to go. But also don't neglect your feelings. You know, I'll be honest. Sometimes when I go on my social media and I see old memories that pop up. On this day, such and such. This day, five years ago, such and such happened. I see pictures of me and my ex-husband. Does it still bother me? Not really. It kind of feels like just a discomfort in my stomach where sometimes it's like I just look at it and I think to myself you know good times but I can't get over the betrayal and the hurt and how I can never see him the same way and I just move on but Don't be a doormat. People are going to make you feel bad about stuff. But they can only do it with your consent. Don't allow them to make you feel bad. Because everything that you've done is for your best. And your children's for the best of, you know, what's best for your children and what's best for you. Also, it's okay to say no. No. People will understand. Those that care about you, it's okay to say no. If you need to take some time for yourself, do so. Nobody should get mad at you. Because you need to take care of yourself in order to be great and awesome. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. It's getting pretty late and I should probably get some rest. And I do hope that I can be a little bit more upbeat for you guys for the next few days. So until then, we're in this together. I'm here for you. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye for now.